from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 10th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Twelve counties in Ohio are now at level three or red on the state's new COVID-19 health rating system, meaning it's mandatory to wear masks in public. But Romney Smith says enforcing that order may be problematic. The lieutenant governor says the state wants the cooperation of businesses to alert customers about the mask mandate, but doesn't expect businesses to enforce it. We don't expect, though, the grocery store worker to physically have to impose the order. They would turn that over in the case where there was an extreme violation to the local community to enforce it. It's not up to the business to enforce it. Meaning you will likely see plenty of people still not wearing a mask since it's not clear which agency will enforce the new mandate. Romney Smith, 3 News. A real-life example of this is already playing out in southwest Ohio, where a sheriff's stand on Governor Mike DeWine's mask order is getting nationwide attention. More from ONN's Steve Vaughn. Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones says his deputies don't have the time to investigate complaints of people not wearing their masks. I, as the Butler County Sheriff, am not enforcing any mask wearing whatsoever to the public and my deputies will not enforce it. Jones is telling people not to call 911 if they want to report a mask-related offense. He says they should call the health department or the governor's office. Steve Vaughn, ONN. The Big Ten Athletic Conference announced yesterday it will not play any non-conference games this fall. Dave Holmes spoke to OSU Athletics Director Gene Smith about what that means for the schedule. That means Ohio State will no longer play Bowling Green, Oregon, and Buffalo. Gene Smith told me this move is about creating flexibility because now the Big Ten can get creative in trying to reschedule the entire season. Smith says everything is on the table, even saying Ohio State could move the Michigan game to the middle of the season just to make sure that gets played. But I need to point out this only matters if there is college football this fall and Gene Smith isn't as confident as he was just one month ago. There's a chance we might not have football guys. So we've shifted to how can we get our kids on the field? How can we help field hockey play? How can we help soccer play? How can we help volleyball play? That's why we went to the conference games. I'm Dave Holmes. The effort to recall Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther has fallen short of the 15,000 needed signatures to be put on the November ballot. Yolanda Harris has the latest. Now, the group said, quote, this entire effort is unnecessary if the mayor concedes that new leadership is needed and simply resigns. In just one month, our campaign for change has become a movement. Now, they plan on trying again to get signatures starting on July 24th. For his part, Ginther responded by saying in part, quote, I remain committed to calling out and fighting racism and building a more equitable community for all Columbus residents. I'm Yolanda Harris. A former Ohio State student health director faces potential discipline from the state medical board for failing to report several sexual misconduct complaints about a doctor now accused of abusing young men for two decades. The citation makes former director Ted Grace the first individual to face such action in the wake of allegations that Ohio State officials long turned a blind eye to misconduct by now-deceased Dr. Richard Strauss. Grace now leads student health services at Southern Illinois University. A spokesperson there says officials haven't fully reviewed the board's notification and can't comment on personnel issues. 
A man has been charged with manslaughter in the death of an eastern Indiana teenager who was last seen in 1986, Angela Ann reports. The Fayette County, Indiana Sheriff's Department identified the man as 55-year-old Sean McClung. Denise Flume, an 18-year-old high school senior from Connorsville, about 15 miles from the Ohio line, disappeared after telling her family that she was returning to the site of a bonfire where she had misplaced her purse the previous night. McClung was Flume's former boyfriend at the time she disappeared. The sheriff's office says McClum has recently admitted that he killed her back in March of 1986. Angela Ann, ONN News. Ohio farmers are reporting decent conditions for their major crops. ONN's Dave James has more. The weekly survey from the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows farmers are reporting 83% of the corn crop to be in fair or good condition and 6% excellent. And the numbers are almost identical for soybeans. Just 10 to 11% of both crops are in poor or very poor shape. As far as growth and development, soybeans are slightly ahead of the five-year average for this time of year, while corn is slightly behind. Half of the winter wheat crop has been harvested. Dave James, ONN News. And a recent study indicates parents have developed stronger bonds with their children after being forced to stay home together due to COVID-19 lockdowns. ONN's Michaela Madison reports. According to new research commissioned by Johnson's Baby, three quarters of parents say the lockdowns have actually helped them develop better relationships with their children. While there have been notable difficulties with 67% of parents admitting lockdowns have left them feeling more pressure, they say it's also allowed for more time to be spent together as a family. And around 67% of parents say they have experienced at least one of their child's milestone moments they would have otherwise missed, including first words, smiles, crawls, laughs, and bike rides. Michaela Madison, ONN Canton. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio and Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.